been searching for a podcast that can motivate you, inspire you, and teach you about business and life all at the same time. Well, we've got you covered. This is Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. Whether you're seeking to unlock the secrets of real estate success or seeking guidance in the world of marketing and coaching, you're in the right place, helping to educate and motivate you through real-life experiences with work and life. We'll uncover stories like how a family's homeowning dream turned into their living truth or how a struggling rookie transformed into a top realtor. You'll find there's always a way forward, pushing the boundaries of what's possible. This is Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. And now your host, Matt Sochi. Have you ever thought about buying an Airbnb or a short-term rental or even a long-term rental, but just don't know where to start? This is the right episode for you. Welcome to Beyond the Blueprint. My name is Matt Sochi. I am your host of Beyond the Blueprint. And today we're going to talk about our second segment is how to buy an Airbnb or a short-term rental in seven steps. So I'm going to go through a list of things that I find that are important, and we're going to walk through it together so that way you are prepared if you're out there looking to buy a short-term rental. So number one, get your money in order. These are things that we want to talk about. What's your cash on hand and the amount of money you could borrow? So let's talk about a couple important things. Number one, down payment. I get this asked a lot. As a mortgage broker, I get asked all the time, what do you need for down payment? So let me walk through those with you. So if you're going to go full doc, which means we're going to evaluate your taxes, your W-2s, your pay stubs, you can do as little as 15% down. However, with all the adjustments that happened last March, it gets very, very difficult to actually do it with only 15% down. So on a basis average, let's just say you need a total of 20% down. So that is going to be your down payment. So you guys start thinking, what is it that I'm looking to buy? Where am I going to buy it and how much? So if you have $50,000, that means that you can only buy a property at $250,000. That's your 20% down. So, so it's very, very important to understand what is your buying power? What do you have for down payment? The second thing is closing cost. Okay. So closing costs when you buy an Airbnb or short-term rental or even a long-term rental does get a little bit more expensive. So let's talk about that. So when you look at closing costs on a typical transaction in the United States, it's about 3% of the sale price. So if you're buying a $300,000 home, you should be able to expect at least $9,000 goes into closing costs. And this includes any lender fees, title fees, um, government fees, prepaids, escrows, all those different things. So, so it's very, very important. But the other piece is that is from the mortgage perspective is the origination. So origination is paying the mortgage person or the originator. So in an example, that would be me. So typically you can expect anywhere from one and a half to up to three points based on the loan amount. So if you're buying a $300,000 house, you should expect that origination fee be, be between $4,500 and $9,000. So let's stop there. So another thing too is as you're buying this as an investment property, now you're going into operating a business. So these will be tax deductible when you do your next tax returns. But you also have to consider, too, is things to get the short-term rental uh, running. So that includes furniture, any kind of permitting, 
cleaning, maintenance, anything that you have to do with that property. So when you're looking at how much money you have, you have to get your money in order and talk to a professional mortgage broker so you can understand all the costs. Because if in your head you're just thinking 20% down, that's going to probably leave you short if you don't have those excess funds. Number two, what is the approval process? So there's two different ways that you could do this. The most popular one is called our DSCR loan. That's a debt service coverage ratio loan. So in layman terms, all it means is that your coverage ratio between your rent and your payment is equal. So for example, if you buy a property and you can't qualify based off your pay subs or W-2s, you could do the DSCR program. Well, how that works is we have an appraiser go there and uses data to analyze what that rental income is. So if it's an Airbnb, they use a, a software called AirDNA and that pulls off VRBO, Airbnb, direct bookings that gets reported. Um, so if you're going that route, typically they would take that average and then look at the occupancy rate and then whatever that monthly income is, that's what they're gonna use to qualify you. If we do full doc, loan, which is using your income, we don't have to worry about that, but we have to make sure that it fits within your debt to income ratio. So key points, typically you want to have at least a 680 credit score. We can go lower, but if you look in a good pricing, which matters in all of this, and we'll talk a little bit later about that, is that you want to make sure that you're making an ROI. So obviously the interest rates have a very, very big part to do with this. So when you look at that is how, what program is the best for you and what is going to make the most sense in your projected return of, um, income. So number three is you got to pick a target market. This is very, very important because if you are buying a short-term rental in Alaska, the chances are 10 months out of the year, it's probably going to be snowed in. And you also have to look at is how many people are going to these areas. So things that we look at when we look at investing in properties is a, the location. So what are the local attractions? Is it a very popular uh, concert event? Is there sports? Is there seasons? So these are all different things that you have to look at. And also with seasonality. So down here in Florida, we have the same season all year, which is summer. If you look in North Georgia, they have four seasons. So they have spring, winter, um, you know, fall and summer. So you got to look at different things and see what attracts people. The other thing is, are there rental restrictions? So think about that. So if you go buy a property, you're like, oh, I'm going to make this a short-term rental. And then all of a sudden you find out that you cannot have short-term rentals. Well, now you're stuck with a property that you can't do anything with. So it's very, very important that when you start thinking about this is what is your target market? What is your target market and is it going to make sense? Number four, you got to be able to look for good deals. So there's a lot of real estate agents out there, tons, and not all of them are great in this category. This is a special niche, okay? So when you're looking at a short-term rental and you're working with a realtor that just started, they might not have a clue about short-term rentals. And it's very, very important that you work with a professional real estate that is an expert in this category because this is a big investment for you and you want to make money, right? Nobody wants to just throw money down and see what happens. So that's really, really important. But you also got to make sure that you have access to certain tools. So there's certain tools that you could use to look up stuff in a specific zip code. There's a really good one called AirDNA. 
There's also another one called Price Labs. You could also do your own recon using Zillow and different things on the internet. So it's very, very important to understand what is that market going to bring back to you? Because you're not doing this for fun. You're doing this to make money. The other thing is you got to estimate your profits. So when you start looking at this, you got to understand what your monthly expenses are. So yeah, your mortgage payment is just one of the different expenses, but you also got to look at utilities. So is there water? Is What does electricity look like? What does waste look like? What does the cleaning look like? What does maintenance look like? These are all things that you have to understand is in making profit and an ROI, a return on your investment, you have to make sure that you are factoring all the different things. So there are a lot of different um, uh, pricing scenarios that you can find on Google that will show you like with your estimated payment and all the expenses, what is the bottom line that you're going to get from that property? And when you look at that, Another big piece is, is the property turnkey. So if the property is not turnkey, then you have to furnish it. Well, furnishing a property, depending on the size, can be another twenty dollars to $30,000 expense. So those are things that you have to keep in mind when you're looking at estimating your profits. So once you're all that, you know, the, the biggest thing is, you know, number six is make an offer. Okay. And you have to be patient in this process. There's a lot of people out there that have cash on hand and a lot of cash, but you don't want to just throw it at one property and that's it. So the biggest thing is that you want to make sure that you are patient when you are making your offer and make sure that you are working again with a great real estate agent that understands the market. So that way, when you do put in an offer, you have the opportunity. If that one doesn't work out, that there's other ones ready. The other thing too is there's a really good book out there. It's called Optimize Your BNB. It's by Daniel V. Rustin. He's a former Airbnb um, employee, and it's a great audiobook. I listened to this um, as we were going through the process of buying our cabin up in Blue Ridge, Georgia. And there's a lot of cool tips and tricks out there that I learned, and I want to just pass it on. So I'll put a link up there. When you're making your offer, this is the time where you really got to start putting all your things together. And that includes cash on hand, where your assets coming from. Have you talked to a mortgage broker that has everything lined up in a map for you? One thing that I do is when I'm working with my clients in the beginning stages is we talk about where we're going to get the money. So here are some things. If you're looking to buy an Airbnb or a long-term investment and your cash is held up in different spots. There's a really easy way you could do this. We actually have something called a HELOC. So what a HELOC is, it's basically a second mortgage or a line of credit that we can offer you on the collateral of your house. So basically, if you have a lot of equity in your house, you could use that money to put down on your first investment property. Or if you already have a few of them, you could use that money to scale up to buy more. The last step is really just closing time. So this is where it gets real. This is where you guys are looking if you have to remodel, tweak things. Um, you have to get your whole booking set up. So there's a really cool uh, program that we use. It's called the Owner Res. I think it's 50 bucks a month. But basically, it puts all your stuff out on the different websites out there. But also helps you so you don't have overlap bookings. And that's one thing you don't want to do because everything's based on cancellation rates, response rates. Um, and all the things in between. So it's a really good website, but this is really where you want to work with somebody like myself that has the tools and resources to help you get your Airbnb set up. So when you look at that is, you know, there's a couple things that you need to do is number one, you need to get professional photos taken. 
if there's ones online that are good, that's fine. But the photos make everything happen. So you got to really think is when you go to Airbnb, everyone or VRBO, everyone is just searching photos, 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 photos. And if your photos look like crap, you're not going to get any bookings. So it's very, very important. One, get professional photos. Make sure that you have your team set up. So your cleaners, make sure you vet them. As we talked about in the last episode, do not have bad cleaners or cheap cleaners because you know what? There is nothing worse in the world than getting complaints. All right? Everyone wants a clean, tidy house. And you got to make it feel like home. That's what people love because when they love your property, not only do you get a good review, but they go tell their friends and family and it becomes a hotspot. The other thing too is make sure that you're set up on different platforms. So you could do social media like Facebook. There's a lot of good groups out there, but that's really where you want to come down to. So when you're looking to buy your first Airbnb, again, you got to get your money in order. You got to make sure you have all your things lined up. Number two, you got to have an awesome mortgage broker who's going to be able to help you, guide you through the process, the cost because it's not just 20% down. There's always costs on it. Number three, you got to make sure you have an excellent realtor that knows short-term rentals. Number four, you got to make sure you understand the profits. You got to understand what's going to involved in the expenses and then what's your bottom line, what's your price target. And the last thing is you got to make sure that you have all the platforms set up. So a lot of information in a short period of time. We're going to continue this segment on to other topics within this world. But if you, if you have any questions, this is the time to ask. Because as we go into 2024, I have a feeling that rates are going to get lower, which is going to definitely help make this ROI a lot bigger. But keeping cash in hand is not an asset. Having properties is an asset. So if you were thinking about buying an Airbnb and maybe you're just nervous or it's the unknown area, I want you to really understand there's people out there that will help guide you. There's a lot of great stories out there and there's a lot of success out there and having passive income is forever. Everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening. This is Beyond the Blueprint part two of getting an Airbnb. If you haven't, make sure you share it with your friends, family, and make sure you hit the like and subscribe. I'll catch you on the next episode. You've been listening to Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. Matt's passion is to talk about breaking the mold and exploring the uncharted territories of mortgages, real estate, faith, marketing, coaching, and so much more. Helping to show you there's always a way forward. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook and on all the major podcast channels at Beyond the Blueprint. See you next time.